0: Hello and welcome to Faith in Business. This is the second hour of Wake Up Our Faith, a show dedicated to helping you live out faith where you spend the majority of your time, and that is between Sundays. Uh, the studio has been lightened by the presence of one Mrs. Emily Parker.
1: Yes. Hey, Hi. Emily. Hey, how are y'all doing?
0: <laughs> oh, good. Emily, good. so glad that you are here today. Uh, I'm Matt Ham. This is Kevin Adams. Uh, we're going to be talking with Emily here in a minute. Emily is with Journey to Heal Ministries. She's going to share about that and a fantastic event that we're behind that they have coming up here to raise awareness yeah. um, and some funds for their right. mission and ministry. And Emily, I just got to tell you, you, you've got this following. We've got like these viewers here that are saying like, hey, I'm from North Dakota on to watch oh, Emily. Oh, that's
1: my sister. Yes. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: It's awesome. We just want to make sure that we know that uh, they know that we appreciate them. Uh, Guys, this show is made possible by our corporate partners. We want to recognize them, one of those being Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington. That's ptservicesofwilmington.com on the web, serving Southeastern North Carolina since 1983. Family-owned and operated with more than 100 years of experience there uh, in the clinic. Uh, Go see them at 17th Street or the new office at Porter's Neck, 910 763 eight, two, eight, six. All right. I'm done talking. (laughs) Well, for now, (laughs) shocker.
2: Well, we've got a lot to do here. Um, and, uh, there's some flexibility with, uh, the timing and the segment. So Emily, uh, for those who don't know, Emily is a, is a really good friend and, uh, just a wonderful human being. Um, great parent, uh, Mm -hmm. spouse, all those wonderful things. And, uh, so this comes from a place of affection, brotherly uh, affection, but uh, we, I think what we want to start out with is uh, not just the ministry part of it, but your heart, where you've come from, whatever you want to share, and we can ask you lots of questions, so, but just share. Uh, tell us how you got from where you were to where you are now as far as your heart, being poured into this ministry to help women in particular.
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) um, so I have a daughter, she's 16 now. Mm -hmm. And when she was almost 11 years old, um, she came out and said that she had been sexually abused and we were floored. Um, we knew that there were some issues that she had been struggling with and, um, but we just never expected that that would be it. Mm -hmm. And um. So we got into the, you know, throes of the legal stuff and all that that takes place um, when you are confronted with that reality, and it lasted for a year. Um, we went through. I call. I honestly call it the year of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. during that time, we were at the Carousel Center for her to do trauma focused therapy, and so. I spent a lot of time on the couch at the carousel center. And part of that was a relief because she was in a safe place with somebody that she was processing her trauma with. um, And it gave me a chance to process <laughs> not in front of her. um. But then it was also just like this weight. And while I was there, I just, I knew that this was not the end. I knew that we were, not going to be defined by our story, not going to be defined by um, the abuse that had taken place. And I didn't know what it would look like. Honestly, I sat there and I was like, well, Lord, I guess I'll write a book one day. Um, But I'm a mom and I'm a homeschool mom and I ain't got time for that. (laughs) So um, it really just, I just really was like, I know that you're going to use this. And yeah, So from 2013 to 2014, we were in survival mode. Mm. Um, Fast forward to 2016, I ended up getting counseling for what we had been through. It took that long for me to go and take care of myself. Um, And I ended up getting connected with Crystal Sutherland from Journey to Heal Ministries um, through a sexual trauma seminar at the church. and. From there, it just kind of grew. And then last year, um, she asked me to be a part of her board. And so I said, okay, I don't feel like I'm equipped to do that, but I'll I'll say yes." And so I did. And so I now I'm the secretary of the board and also the events coordinator. And it's just it has from 2016 when I spoke at the Sexual Trauma Seminar, as soon as I got done with my talk, I had a woman come up to me and say, you have no idea how proud I am of you mm. because I was that little girl and my mom didn't believe me. Bless. And I knew then I was like, Lord, I asked you to use this for one person and you already have. And so yeah. just from that, like I've just watched it. I I have been amazed at how something that is so vile – and so just wretched, yeah. from just ugh, makes you sick, can grow into something so beautiful yeah. and that God can use to, to bring people to him. I mean, really is what it is. It, they, he turns their heart to him to say, I will give you the hope and the healing that you need. So that's
2: what we do at Journey to Heal Ministries. You know that, uh, <clears throat> Matt, feel free to jump in, but I just wanted to make a point. You know, we we're talking earlier about uh, struggle, obstacles. This is what unlocks all this. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're, if you, you're going to have this stuff in life anyway, mm-hmm. not, not necessarily that, yeah. but, but that's a, it's a big obstacle. It's also a big call. And you've stepped into that, and so this is the faith in business. It's not necessarily about business itself; it's right. living it out during the week, mm-hmm. and you're doing that. So, but this comes from a place of hunger and passion, mm-hmm. birthed out of an obstacle. And uh, I mean, I don't want to diminish it by calling it an obstacle, but it—that's what it is.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: And but you and your family, like. <laughs> I don't want to get sappy, but you, you guys are some <laughs> of the best people I've ever met. And y- y'all have just uh, just been really good friends. But uh, you're taking that same love to people who are in in this incredibly uh, difficult place. Like that lady, you know, she was feeling mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So
0: anyway, go ahead, Matt. I just wanted to mention that whole obstacle thing. Thank you. No, I, I just get this picture. Like I have an image of like this basement in this old musty house. Just dark and stank and ugly and full of fear. Stank, stank. That's a good word, right? <laughs> um, but you you walk in with this light. Yeah. Like that's that's what this is. Is this people are in this dark place? They're in this this place where there is no hope. There is no light. They're, they're questioning everything. Uh, they're broken. They're betrayed. And and then here you get to step in and be this light. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the midst of the fact that you were in a similar space at one point in time. And like, I love how the gospel, like, and how Jesus and, and how the Father is so gracious to honor his word that says that all things work, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for the good. And like, this is the testimony of that lived out. I think so many people are willing to quote that verse and go, all oh, things work for the good. And, yeah. and, and, but mm-hmm. this is it lived out. This is flesh right. and blood. This is what it looks like. And just you saying it's not easy um, is kind of an understatement. But what has been, um, from your perspective, Emily, what, what do you think has been the most eye-opening part of this since you've begun to step into it with your family?
1: Uh, honestly, the biggest, the, uh, the biggest thing that, for me, has been how many survivors do this alone. Mm-hmm. How many kids face this and, and tell their parent and their parent doesn't believe them. And to me, it just blows my mind because I mean I'm a mama bear, and if you mess with my kid, I'm on you, and you you <laughs> I'm will not win. I can't like, live over here. <laughs> so I yeah. mean, there I will not back down. Like yeah. I will die before I back down. <laughs> There's just no question Amen. about it. And so to hear the, I hear so often, women say, "My parents didn't believe me," or mm. they believed me and they just said. Oh well, get over it. You know, and it's like yeah. this is a life changing thing that happens and it impacts every part of your life. And so that I think would be the biggest thing that's just been a shock, you know, the shock factor.
2: Um, let's see, how are we doing here on time? We've got like
0: forty seconds till music kicks in.
2: Okay. I've got a got a question,
0: but we can hold it till uh, we'll keep going. Uh go ahead. Yeah. I just I wanted to share the mission statement from Journey yeah. to Heal before we go into yeah, break, yeah. and then we'll jump back into the question. The mission statement of Journey to Heal is we endeavor to help women heal from past sexual trauma by leading them to hope and healing found in Jesus Christ through providing helpful resources, biblical mentoring, and life-giving support in community to help women go beyond merely surviving their past to thriving in the abundant life they were created to live. Yeah, we'll
2: say that again, too. Yeah, I can't process all that. <laughs> it's good. But
0: yeah, it's it's beautiful. And glad it,
2: you got that in.
0: Yeah, it's just it, I just wanted to make sure we give a, a thank you and a nod for Journey to Heal and Crystal Absolutely, and the work yeah. that she's she's doing there. We got more uh, with Emily Parker here, especially about the Rise Up Race series and uh, the Hope Run coming up here in Brunswick County um, later this month. Yes, guys, wake up our faith in business. We'll be back for more right after this. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint, and I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to WakeUpMyFaith.com to learn more. That's www.WakeUpMyFaith.com. Hello, and welcome back to Faith in Business, a part of Wake Up Our Faith Uh, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Also uh, part of the Life Center, which is our nonprofit arm where we help people remove obstacles and live the life of impact they were created for. We are joined in studio by the wonderful and good friend, Miss Emily Parker. Uh, So appreciate her being here today, just sharing her story. And Emily, just thank you for the courage that it takes to to not only stand up and hear and be on the radio, but like what you've been doing in this community um, over the past few years, it's just powerful. Um, it's so needed um, dealing with sexual abuse, sexual trauma, and just giving people hope in the midst of that. So uh, many thanks to you there. want to recognize our corporate partners uh, for making this show possible. One of those being Freeman Landscaping, uh, largest privately owned land and irrigation firm in Eastern North Carolina Many thanks to Robin and her family-owned business there for being a part of this. They've been doing this since 1992, both residential and commercial landscaping. I'm imagining this time of year is busy for them. Um, we see the Freeman trucks everywhere we go, so many thanks to Freeman Landscaping. Um, so diving back into the conversation with Emily here, Kev, before we went to break, I know you had a question.
2: Yeah, well, it, it's kind of a uh, more of a comment in, 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 in conjunction with a question, I guess. Uh, when I... I think part of what you were getting at a minute ago uh, it was the, the how uh, prevalent this is. Mm-hmm. It's out there and yet it's hidden and it's hidden out of fear and uh, culture and just uh, so let's go back we go back way back um, it, it was there too. Mm-hmm. And uh, generationally and'm and I'm, I'm going out on a little bit of a limb here. It, it, it's in my history. Uh, so it's probably in a lot of our history, mm-hmm. and we don't even know it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been blessed enough to, to have had that discussion with a parent and, uh, who was abused. And it uh, breaks my heart to talk about it, but, but uh, it creates incredible strongholds. Uh, but my point, what I'm getting at here is how important this work is because it is generational. Mm-hmm. That thing that happened a few uh generations back even affects me, my siblings through my parent. And that is a huge um so I didn't know my question is for you, just to create that context, have you uh thought about that in 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 as you're moving forward in, in you know, your your kiddo, wonderful young lady, how this is generational and how you have changed things generationally. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Um, I totally agree with that. It is absolutely generational, and that is why we are doing what we're doing. With the End 1 in 10 campaign, with the Hope Run, with everything we do, it is to break the cycle because it's an epidemic. It happens in silence and secrecy. 80% 80% of victims know their abusers and a lot of those are family members mm-hmm. and it's, it's a crime of um, convenience and ah. so it happens a lot behind closed doors and you know so that is why that's why we're doing it because we want people to understand how deep it is how yeah. secret it is and that if you don't know anybody who's been sexually abused, it's because you just haven't had the conversation about it. Yeah. Because it, it affects everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Wow. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> Mike's goofing around here.
0: <laughs> it, to me, it's just, it's it's amazing when you start thinking about, like, how prevalent this stuff is in culture. Yeah. Um, and it's just, man, it just hurts my heart. I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off. No, so. it's fine. Uh, well,
1: and you consider, too, how if you start doing the research on prostitution, on drug addiction, on yeah. alcohol addiction, on sex trafficking, on all of these issues yeah. that we deal with as a culture, you will find that the majority of those people were sexually abused as kids. That's um, yeah
2: that, that's, that's all I wanted to uh, mm-hmm. add was or draw out was exactly the point you just made. there's who knows how many mm-hmm. uh, manifestations this has in the world that it, it's just terrible all the way through from root to fruit. Yeah. Uh, it's garbage, but you're, you're, uh, you're, you're working on this from a place of hunger. I think the thing that hits me the is is when you, when you come from experience and look, whether it's, it's you or your child, I mean, gosh, uh, you know, your kiddos are, uh, uh, that, that may even have more impact, I guess, because we're, we want to protect. So, uh, but you're coming from a place that's sustainable because it's coming from it's led by God,
1: mm-hmm.
2: carried you through it. it. There's hunger to make this go. It's not just mailing it in. Mm-hmm. It's not just some fly by night thing. It's something God's doing and uh, and is using you and you know a lot of people. But mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't I don't I don't have a question. I just I'm just I'm just taking it in. Yeah, uh, learning.
0: I want to address one of the byproducts of of this, um, and that's shame. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Shame is like this black cloud that the enemy places over our lives that we walk under, um, and yet that's not how we were created to live. And so um, help unpack a little bit of the role that shame has played, but like how the gospel how the hope of Christ has pierced that cloud of shame like what's your experience with that
1: in our experience well
0: yeah just in general and what you see with people that you guys walk with all the time
1: yes shame is <clears throat> with sexual trauma you know you can have shame from anything you can have shame from drinking too much you can have shame for yelling at yeah. your kids you, you know you can you can put shame on yourself the thing about sexual trauma is that you are let you, somebody else is putting shame on you. And so you are, you are taking on the weight of this shame that someone else has clothed you with. And so it, for whatever reason, it's that much harder to take it off. Um, and so for us, just to see the, weight of shame lifted from women. I'm talking like we were at our board meeting the other night. We were just talking about, you know, the impact that we're seeing and just how there's some women who come through the groups who the first week are just, you know, shut down. Don't want to. And at some point in the first group, they catch on that. These people share the experience. They carry the shame also, and they come back the next week or the third week. And, It's almost like the shame is starting to lift and they're seeing freedom. Mm -hmm. And just to know that you're not alone, that you have not been the only one who's experienced this, um, is a huge weight lifted and allows you to just kind of start taking off those layers of shame that, that somebody else has put on you. So... Uh, and it's been really neat over the past year. my daughter she took the journey to heal study, and she went from not wanting to talk at all about her abuse to now she's on social media with me, not you know not freely, of course, but with me yeah. telling her story and sharing what she's been through and just to see that shame lifted off of her. It's totally God, yeah, because. For years we've been do we've been dealing with this. You know we've been unpacking this for years, hmm. and it wasn't until she let God in just a little bit mm-hmm. that you know we saw the shame start lifting, and it's flicker. it's just amazing. A
2: flicker of light, yeah. light a match in a canyon, yeah, and it'll light it up. Yeah, Kent, uh, it always wins. So I, I think. Um, one of the questions, I guess, that comes to mind for me, or, or at least a thought to maybe touch on, is is the downside of allowing this to stay in that place? So we talk about healing, and and that's we're after that. So let's look at the, maybe a deterrent uh, in in holding that in out of fear or whatever, or not engaging this. What are the downsides? Well, we we talk about uh, uh, you know you mentioned prostitution and that kind of stuff, but but. Do, do a lot of these people and and maybe men and women both just generally uh, become abusers themselves is that uh and i don't know i I don't know that much about this, but that seems to be a uh you know broken mm-hmm. breaks broken
1: mm-hmm.
2: on and on and on is that uh, something that you guys have seen or addressed or
1: yes you know- yes that and um so they <clears throat> they can become abusers themselves, um, sexual abusers, sexual mm-hmm. predators. Um, but there's also other ways that it comes out in marriage and in intimacy mm-hmm. issues. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Really, just the way you treat people. Um. I know that for for several people that I've um, been with through this, one of the ways it comes out is in controlling the mm-hmm. situation. Okay. Um, and just.
0: We've just got to let you know we got like 10 seconds. Okay,
1: just feeling like you have to control everything. Hmm. Um,
0: okay, well, we'll jump right back okay. on that yeah. next segment. Absolutely, guys. We are taking a short break here. Uh, Emily Parker in studio from Journey to Heal Ministries. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with Uprint. We'll be back right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction well-being and unified purpose among its members Uprint print is the breath of fresh air that will help our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their god-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value we work with some of the fastest growing most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings and we offer a wide range of faith driven personal development and cutting edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello, and welcome back to Faith in. Business. This is the second hour of our show, Wake Up Our Faith. Matt Hamm, Kevin Adams, the co-founders of Uprint. show is all about helping you live out your faith where you spend the majority of your times, and that is between Sundays. Many thanks to Nick Craig in the studios here at 106.7 FM, Wilmington's Big Talker, WFBT, for putting this on. Uh, we are on every single Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. Uh, on the Big Talker. Live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter every Wednesday from one to three. Appreciate you tuning in, letting us know uh, where you're listening from, and uh, asking any questions. Today, we're joined in studio by Miss Emily Parker, sharing a powerful story um, about sexual abuse, sexual trauma, and kind of her heart to join with Journey to Heal Ministries uh, to make an awareness of this and and to put an end to it. Quite frankly, and so that is uh, super. Awesome, we're going to jump on that here in just a second. I want to thank our corporate partners for making this show possible, one of those being <laughs> Melissa The Coach. Melissa The Coach is a speaker and personal finance coach who helps people live intentionally by teaching them to manage money the way God intended. You can connect with her, Melissa The Coach at gmail.com, online at melissathecoach.com or via phone 910-338-9612. Uh, Emily, before the the break, we talked. I mean, we talked about a lot today. We talked about the hope that's available uh, when people do step into healing their past. But Kevin had asked a great question. You brought up some great points about the problems that exist when people stay in this place, kind of covered in the shame of their past. Talk mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about that.
1: Well, obviously, what we were talking about, um, you know, the what, what I mentioned earlier, the alcohol abuse. Um, it can lead to prostitution, drug abuse. All these things, but there's also smaller things that's, that kind of just eat away at your life, like mm-hmm. um, obsessive-compulsive disorder, you know, like things that come out that just really are hard for people to control. Um, we see a lot of divorce, um, intimacy issues, um, just You mentioned depression. controlling. Yes, um, the, just the need to control every situation, um, and you can't. <laughs> you can only control yourself. Yeah um, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, um, just a lot of those things that come up. And, you know, it's easy to think, well, it's because my life is so stressful or it's because I have this many kids and, you know, just all these things, but really at the root of it, it is, you know, if you've experienced sexual trauma, there is a good, good chance that that's where it's stemming from. So that's great.
2: I mean, it's great to to just shed the light. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think the What's really important about that is you've got these incredibly terrible, deep things uh, that are so obvious. Like, oh my gosh, that's the life that's really messed mm-hmm. up. But then, then you're going to these things that are almost so easy to sweep under the rug. Mm-hmm. This compulsive thing, or these marital problems. And you know, marriage is hard enough. Yeah, and we we love our spouses. Yay, we we got we all have great spouses. But it's hard enough. Uh, without all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good. Let's let's keep keep going, uh, but maybe transition into, you know, what's next? What are you working on? And uh, what's Journey to Heal uh, doing right this minute? So,
1: so right this minute, um, actually yesterday we launched the End 1 in 10 campaign, which is this beautiful shirt. Um, and that actually was... Started by Crystal, the author of Journey to Heal, and my daughter, Kayla. And it really is just a way for us, for everybody, to use their voice, raise awareness, learn about body safety, how to teach your kids about body safety. We have lots of resources at that website, um, mm-hmm. Journey to Heal slash end one and ten. And really, just to make it so it isn't an epidemic anymore. We can't end. Child sexual abuse because we live in a fallen world, but we can lower those numbers, and so we can end one in ten in that aspect.
2: Tell, tell us a little bit about uh, Kayla's uh, heart for this—not necessarily the, the struggle and, and what she's been through, but but just how 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 she lights up, and you said she's kind of stepping in and stepping out, and really. Uh, getting their voice. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: I, Because I am so deep in in the Journey to Heal Ministries volunteering, I told her when Crystal asked, you can do this, but I can't do it for you. So if you want to do this, you go for it. Um, I'll support you. And she really has. Man, she has stepped into her role. She has had meetings with Crystal. She has um, really put herself out there and said, you know, I I may be embarrassed at first, but if Mm -hmm. it helps one person, then that's what I'm going to do. So it's just been awesome to see her blossom. And I know it's just the beginning.
2: Yeah. So what even having spent a little bit of time around her and just, she's so mature, so settled. And of course, every parent's got their, you know, we've, we've got to (laughs) manage our kiddos, but uh, from an outsider perspective, you guys are doing a fantastic job.
1: Thank
2: you. And uh gosh, just big things ahead for for that young lady.
1: Yeah.
2: Um I can just feel that, but but anyway, let's let's keep going and and uh talk about the connection between Journey to Heal and the you know, the race and and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, well I mean just to let our listeners know, we had Crystal on mm-hmm. uh the broadcast. Gosh, yeah. it's probably been six months ago or so. Yeah. Um, but Crystal shared, you know, her uh, story and and um, a lot about journey to heal. I just want to encourage our listeners and viewers to go back mm-hmm. on the podcast um, right. and they can check that out there uh, to kind of yeah. get a full picture that this is one side right. of the coin. That's the other side, right? Yeah. Um, and Crystal put some links here in the show today for folks that want to get plugged into the N one and ten. Um, Tell folks how they could get involved specifically in N1 and 10. I mean, I know go to um, journeytoheal.org forward slash N1 and 10. Talk about the hashtag, talk about how that, and then talk about the upcoming race at Brunswick Forest.
1: Okay, so to get involved, you really can just go to the website, order a shirt, wear the shirt, and then let the conversation start. Um, People want to know what it means, and it's an opportunity. Whether you've been a victim of sexual abuse or not, um, to go this is not okay and these are the numbers these are, are the statistics and this is what we can do to change that and all it really does not take long I mean you can spend 30 minutes educating yourself on the numbers and on prevention and make a huge difference in a child's life so educate yourself um, and post on social media with your shirt on, with the hashtag uh, end one and 10.
2: Cool looking shirt, by the way. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you.
1: Really cool. um, so it's super simple. It's really not hard. And then as a segue, I guess, into the race, it would be awesome if you would go buy a shirt and then register for the race and register under the end one in ten, 10 team, which we will be setting up soon. Um, so just to rally around for our kids and for for yeah. survivors of sexual abuse.
0: Yeah. So go get a t-shirt and register for the race. We've got a couple yeah. minutes left in the segment here. Um, let's talk about the race. This is the Rise Up Race Series. Yes. Uh, you guys have partnered with a couple of other uh, ministries, nonprofits, mm-hmm. um, to have a three-part race series. You guys are kicking it off with the Hope Run, yep. um, and we're we're tickled that you guys thought of us to be involved in this and uh, be out there. i might have to get my rear end in motion and try to <laughs> run around a little bit. I might do the power walk, you know, I man. I might do the little thing, let my kids <laughs> run around.
1: You can prance size.
0: <laughs> I could do whatever. Yes, we'll go right on down oh, the road. You know, that's I will. It's a picture. Prancer size. <laughs> that's amazing. That's like an emoji you sent me when I texted uh, you. You're like doing the uh, cartwheel. It's an Emily-ism. <laughs> I love it. Talk about this race, the Rise yeah. Up Race Series, and the Hope Run specifically.
1: All right. So last year, the Hope Run was an idea. Like at this time last year, we were like, it would be cool if we could do a race. And then it was like, whoa, 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 slow down. We don't know what we're doing. And it honestly, God just kind of got the ball ro- rolling. I'm in a uh, run group with a bunch of ladies that called Leland Lady Runners. And the woman who started that, she started talking about putting on a race series. And I said, hey, we want to do a race, so let's get together and make it happen. And so we have, and um, the Carousel Center has joined in on that race series. So April 27th, we'll be out there kicking off the Rise Up Race series and raising awareness.
2: It seems like such a simple thing, but it's such a powerful thing to raise awareness Just step into knowing about this. Don't let it be covered up Mm -hmm. anymore. And uh, and anyway, you're a go-getter. You you
0: can do something about it. People watching, listening, they can do something about it. You you can take action or you can just turn the channel. And and why are you here? Let's do something about this. Or
1: you can sit on Facebook and go, oh, that makes me mad. (laughs) Oh, that that makes me mad. Oh, that makes me mad. And it
2: has generational impact. Right. That's a a huge thing when you think. Twenty, thirty, fifty years out, what you do,
0: even wearing a t- shirt yeah. right can matter. It matters. Well, we're wrapping up the segment here, but we want to make sure that our listeners and viewers are a part of this as we are. So you can go to Journey to Heal forward slash N1N10 to join that, and then forward slash Hope Run to get registered for the Hope Run. Uh, join us out there on April 27th. Crystal has been awesome to put that in the comments here for those that are watching it on, on Facebook Live. Emily, Thank you
1: thank you, for
0: being brave and courageous and raising awareness and stepping in. It's just awesome.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks,
0: Appreciate you guys. We're going to take a short break. Be back for our last segment on faith in business right after this. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters. And that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave his fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life.com to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life Hello, and welcome back to Faith in Business. This is the second hour of Wake Up Our Faith, a weekly show from Uprint. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams the co-founders of Uprint. Uh, we have had a fantastic uh, show today, and I'm so grateful for Emily uh, just being courageous enough yeah. to share her story uh, she joined us there and got to talk about Journey to Heal Ministries. We so appreciate, uh, you know, her vulnerability and willingness to do that, and believe that it will really help change and transform people's lives that can get involved and step into this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's
2: exactly the kind of partnerships and and uh, uh, peripheral uh, ministries that we stand behind and want to support. I mean, that one's got huge impact. It's very tangible and yet it's very simple to get involved. So, uh, no arguments, right? Yeah.
0: Well, it's just it's awesome. I think one of the things that we talk about, you know, within this context of the show, Kev, is faith in business. And when you can right. tell when people are truly inviting faith into whether it's their nonprofit or their family yeah. life or whatever, you can. The kingdom is united. Yes. It's not divided. Right. It's not nonprofits fighting over a dime. It's, it's folks that are saying like, we yeah. have this vision and this mission and, and we're stepping into it. Right. And it all works together. Yeah. It's not
2: competitive. It does. It's, uh, you know, one body, many parts. <laughs> it's uh it does. It, it really works together. And when we have a heart to just jump in and, uh, but, uh, I don't know, we could talk all day about the Parker family. They're just great. I got to see, uh, Kayla just, just now. And, uh, She's just so young to, I mean, God's just got big plans for her. But uh, wonderful folks, wonderful family, wonderful ministry, and uh, Journey to Heal. So we'll we'll continue to speak about that and, and the race
0: coming up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we just, uh, you know, it's an honor to be involved in this, Kev. And one of the things I continue to see evolve um it's just our ability to connect and to be a conduit and a network for people yeah. who are looking to get plugged in. Right. Um, you know, one of the things that I think would be remiss to, to not talk about is is what we do as an organization and how it coincides with folks who are walking through mm-hmm. past pain points like this. Yeah. Now, Kevin, you head up you know our mentoring discipleship arm, so you deal with a lot of people in one to one conversations who have yeah. wrestled with right. these past pain points. Um, and, and just talk to that for a minute for, for the viewers that are listening and watching about like, because here's the deal. So many people, Kevin, are hesitant or afraid mm-hmm. or cautious to jump into mentoring, uh, counseling, consulting, coaching, whatever you want to call it. Right. But it is what transforms their life.
2: It does. Yeah. It's funny. People will say, uh, I'm in, I want to do it. And then they'll, you know, for whatever reason, something between. <laughs> will get in the way and, and, uh, fear, uh, you know, whatever obstacle and then we won't hear back for a while, but then they cycle back eventually. And I see that it's very common. you know, I'll get texts from people <laughs> sometimes I call it mentoring by texts. <laughs> uh, people will kind of jump out or, or not quite connect and then, but they'll text me and say, man, I'm having this kind of problem or struggling with this. And, uh, you know, I, I spend time doing that. Uh, so, but ultimately, what we're after is is uh, what what did Jesus do? What did he do? Uh, is it, from a, a, an earthly ministry, not just being the Redeemer, but just this incredibly gifted man who gave his life uh, while he was living, and you know, beyond. What did he do? He discipled people. He spent time with them. He met people face-to-face and helped them. Uh, And and so that's what we do. Mm. And that's the big thing that's missing when you try to do it all on Sunday.
0: It doesn't work. So anyway... I think the world thinks it's crazy to, you know, be discipled or be in that relationship, but like yeah. in the gospel context, it's crazy not to. Exactly. Like everybody has to be. It has to yeah. happen. Yeah. You know, and and we look at it as odd right. or different or weird or I don't want to be in my business or whatever. But like, yeah. you stay in these same stuck places yeah. and wonder, you know, why. That there there's not transformation you know I, I think right. about Paul constantly when he said, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind yes and and yet the same level of thinking that got you into your situation is not going to get you out that's right and so when people will live that way it just baffles my...
2: yeah well and and the and the biggest thing are these behavior patterns and and we could talk about that uh, you know with Emily a little bit in that st- specific struggle or problem that can become generational and turn into all these other ugly things. Mm. But uh, strongholds, if you want to put it into a greater context, um, come from uh, a variety of uh, painful events, things that are traumatic, uh, things that uh, crush the soul or bruise it or scar it. And those things become manifest in behavior patterns, and they're negative behavior and uh, they lead us away from living that full, faithful, satisfying life that blesses others into a self-preservation, will-powered, striving struggle that never quite gets purpose. And uh, it's so fast that uh, you just don't don't have time for anything else. What is the investment that you're willing to make in in God? Hmm. Well, you're really making that investment in yourself. Anything else is peripheral. So uh, mentoring, discipleship, uh, coaching, whatever you want to call it, helps unearth those things and get them out. And uh, we see it over and over again. People go, oh, my gosh, this has helped me. This has changed my life. I've heard that a lot, and I'm not saying it from a place of, oh, look at me. I'm saying it. Man, It's it, it, my heart swells mm-hmm. because people need it. But so many people won't engage it. Uh, because they're afraid, for, or for one reason or another, you know. But yeah, it's needed.
0: You know, I, I look at any great, um, successful business person, um, icon, and whatever you want to look at. I mean, just put put whoever you want to up there on the mm-hmm. pedestal. They all have someone that's walking with them through various aspects of their life. Sure. Whether it's their physical health, you know, have a personal right. trainer. Um, You know, all these different things, their business mindset, executive coaching, spirituality, it's there. You can't run from it. You know, you can't. It's necessary. And so we we have to stop treating it that has this stigma on it and just jump and dive in. Yeah. You know, and and once you do, it starts to unpack and just evolve. And, you know, I I remember this is like a couple of years ago, you know, the the Stephen Covey book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was thinking about that, God gave me a picture of someone's eulogy being read. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> you say, he lived an effective life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. surely nobody wants to die and be remembered as effective. Yeah. You know, and, and, and as a Christian, right? As, as a Christian, you want to be remembered as faithful. Yeah. Well done, my good and faithful. We've talked That's about right. that from your book. You right. know, it ain't about fame, it ain't about popular, it's about faithfulness. Right. That's right. So why do we why do we invest time and energy and resources into becoming more effective, mm-hmm. and neglect becoming more faithful? It's insane. Yeah, it is. And so we turn that on its head. That's that's the innovation that we bring to the table with our organization. Right, is to help people focus in the right area.
2: Yeah, and in the context of this hour, and you know, with uh, we had Emily on, and we have other guests uh, regularly now. Uh, we're trying to show examples of how to carry this out during the week. And in particular, in the context of business, but, uh, but whatever you're doing in your daily life uh, is contributing to your family, to the world around you. And so we call that business. Uh, it's really more about the week and the time spent, uh, and, uh, but you can do it. You don't have to shove this all into Sunday. Um, so there's a very personal aspect to it, but it also manifests itself. Uh, in everything you do and that's the way it's supposed to work it's not supposed to be put in a box and when we when we are, are courageous enough to go i'm in and it, then all the hypocrisy falls away, and God does does amazing things w- God can do anything, but he will do anything when we let go and just let him, but he won't force it on us you know so it takes a little bit of courage, but if you'll give just a little bit uh and he will step in and, and blow the doors off.
0: You know, it's I've been reading in the book of Joshua as of late, kind of in my quiet time, and, mm-hmm. and we've talked about this on the air, but it's just prevalent to the conversation now. You know, when you step in and let faith drive it, it likely is not going to look the way the world thinks it's going to look. Right. You know, he said, how did you capture Jericho? We blew <laughs> trumpets and yeah. marched around for six days. Yeah. But that's right. what they did, Right. And we say it's a behest of logic that these things happen. But this is in our lives today, you know. Um, all, all of this greatness, it happens by people who are courageous enough to press mm-hmm. in and follow where God leads. Right. Let him give the victory, uh, or the, he get the credit, and he gives us the victory. And people yeah. are so terrified to live this way, and it baffles me. And I, I was for years. I kind of came around. I'm like, what the heck, everybody? Wake <laughs> up.
2: yeah. Well, you look at great people through history, and you see them, they come and go. Uh, what's the key element? Uh, it's courage, and uh, courage in Christianity looks like faith. Mm. So just step in just a little bit, and uh, God will do the
0: heavy lifting. Beautiful, guys. Connect with us at youprint.life or wakeupmyfaith.com. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, see you next week.